Hi, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Listen to These Nerds. My name is Chris. I'm going to be the GM for tonight, and I'm going to be running Mythos Unit. Starting on my right and working my way around the table. Hello again. It's me, Yvette, playing Tara. You know it. Uh, Getting closer and closer to the Crypt Keeper every time. (laughs) (laughs) Just eventually something, good evening, boils and (laughs) boils. It's me, Yvette. (laughs) (laughs) And I am unfortunately sitting next to Yvette. My name is Megan, and I'm playing Jack Houston. It's tough to follow. It is. <laughs> I'm John, and I'm going to be playing Chip Adams. Uh, I'm Joey, and I'm going to be playing Quincy Adams. And I'm Harry, and I'll be playing Franklin Blackmore. All right. So, you guys were about to investigate a couple suspects in the murder of the Dryad. And look at a power plant. And look at a power plant. Thank so, you, John. So the grouping again was me and Tara are going to go talk to the lady. Yep. And then... Um, Chip and Jack are going to go to the power plant, and Blackmore was going to go talk to his friend who was a judge, right? Well, he's a judge. Like, I worked in the police before, so I've asked judges for warrants before. So it's less, he's my friend, and more, less and more, a compl- uh, more he knows how to do the paperwork. Yes, and also, you know, it's not a complete stranger just saying, hey, can you give us access to this guy's financials? Alright, so, I'm going to roll this dice, and based on the number, we're going to go with a certain group of people. Wait, wait, wait. We're using dice in this game? <laughs> Bullshit! D- dice? One to two, it's going to be Franklin. Three to four, it's going to be Quincy. Five to six, it's going to be Chip. Seven to eight, it's going to be Jack. And nine to ten, it's going to be Tara. Illuminating it. What? Oh. Oh. All right. Jack, you and Chip are going to be first. Well, I was right. Okay, so, uh, so we go down to the holding and get the litmus bird mm-hmm. and put it into a carrier. Yep, so there's a, you guys have a small bird cage to put it in, and it seems to be, yeah, just as you remembered it, a multicolored bird that is about the size of a hummingbird that flits back and forth in the cage with a little, the uh, little noises. Right, as little you buddy, know. so we're going to go see if you can find us some magic. And yeah, the two of you head outside. I thought you like some magic? Hmm. Some, feel like the word you, it, you like pull out some lucky charms and like it, see. <laughs> it lands on its perch and begins cleaning itself. Right. Let's go. Oh, question: Who who gets the van? Uh, good question. Who? It, you guys decide. Blocking decides. <laughs> Irving. Make no, him no. choose. No, Quincy likes to drive, so so we'll take the van with Irving. Okay. I okay. love driving. <laughs> All right. So. Because they haven't taken your license yet? They, they can't take it. We're not in America. <laughs> That's what he thinks. <laughs> they don't have that power. Not since 1776. Because if we find out Quincy doesn't even have like a legal license in this country. Yep. So the two of you hop into the van and Irvine quickly pulls out of the garage, driving you down to the power plant it was? Mm-hmm. Okay. And meanwhile, Quincy and Tara get into Quincy's car and they begin driving off. Okay, my, Miss, my, Mr. Magoo their way downtown. My rental car. I don't actually own a car here. Okay. And finally, Franklin is... Are you, Do you have a car? Uh, no, but it's the judge's office, so I'd approximate that it's probably reasonably close to Scotland Yard, that it's not too much of an issue for me to get to. For, for those who actually live in England and, and know that it's actually like... If, 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 for example, it's super far away, they decided to change it. Yeah. Yes. New Scotland Yard is different. Yeah. It is literally what we call the legal mega hub. Mm-hmm. If you've got a prison... In the police station, so clearly yeah. we're economizing by combining everything into like one city block. <laughs> For anybody living in London, and they're totally pissed off at the fact that we're getting this completely wrong about London, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. 
As, as far as I can tell, nobody from London has listened to us yet. Oh, thank yet. God. Nobody can, like, say, holy shit, those yeah, accents are there's someone from London right now listening to the backlog? <laughs> They're creeping up on us. Possibly. At the point this is in the backlog, we've either quit... Or we're so famous it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> yeah! I like we, those odds. We've already made our millions. <laughs> you can't stop us. Alright. So we're too big to fail. <laughs> Chip and Jack. We're gonna get a podcast bailout. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Trudeau personally gives you a check for nah, one. No, it's one of the McElroys. They come and <laughs> <laughs> give you money. Oh, they're the, so they're the head of the Department of Podcasts. I mean, if we're in okay. the future, then they probably control all podcasts by now. Oof. Alright, so, There's Chip and Jack, the two of you uh, head over to the power plant, and, yeah, heading inside the main lobby, uh, so are you going to talk to the former employer of uh, Elliot Foster? Um, so the tactic I think we should go with is that we're investigating the blackout, Yeah. Mm. and we've bought, uh, brought a magical, uh, a magic sensing, sensing bird to, see to if was check if there was a interference. Myth, myth interference, and keep it to that, and then... Like, hey, funny story. <laughs> I gotta go into this room with all these confidential documents. Oh, there's a ton of magic in here. Magic under these papers. <laughs> well, I mean, like, if we find something here, we can start saying, oh, well, we heard about this for a, this person has come up in the course of our investigation. Right, so we go to the power plant. Okay. And, and the reception is, is there. And she takes looks up at the two of you. I, I'm terribly sorry. We don't allow pets and... Then we she pull out our her, badges. Yeah, so... Oh, uh... Officer. We're here investigating the blackout that occurred. Oh, oh, I, I, I understand completely. Uh, just a moment, inspectors. Uh, I'll, um... Yeah, and she quickly gets up and hurries into a back room. Then, a little bit later, uh, an individual comes out. And, yeah, it, an older woman, about, say, 50 years old or so. And so, hello, my name's Jennifer Thompson. I'm one of the supervisors here. What can I help you with? Um... We're looking into the uh, blackout that happened recently. We wanted to check to make sure that there was no myth interference. We are from the Mythos unit. Right. Well, then, if that's the case, then uh, come right, 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 yes, right this way. And she leads you into the power plant. And, yeah. yeah. I must say, it was a terrible thing that occurred. No, frankly, all of the machines just shut down all at once. Right. So everything just sort of shut off. More now, or less. Is there any chance that that could have been done by. Just someone... Is, is there any switch? Is there any power off? We checked all the switches. Everything was turned on, but nothing nothing was working. We've, uh, we've done exhaustive investigations into this. We've checked just about every power coil, every fuse possible, and, and all of the machines were working perfectly, and everything just happened to go kaput for about an hour or so. Then they started up again as though nothing happened. Right. Uh, we're going to just need quick copies of all of your uh, incident reports. Right. Just to... Make sure that we, uh... Hmm. Keeping it on the level. Yes, of course. Alright then, I suppose that's agreeable. And she watches the bird. Uh, it, what's with the, um, hummingbird? Uh, the bird is a, uh, can detect myths or myth abilities in, uh, that have happened in the vicinity and track trails, so we are hoping it can, uh, if it reacts, we will know that something has gone on here. Her eyebrows go up a bit as she thinks about it. Well, can't say that we've approached the myth angle before, but if you think that it might yield some results, go right ahead. Sweet. So I open the, I open the door to the cage now. Don't fly into the courts. It zips past your head and begins zooming around the room. Whoop, whoop, whoop. 
And it's, yeah, you wait for a few minutes while it seems to be investigating the place. Then, after about five minutes of flying about and making, yeah, you see that it definitely stays away from the coils, like, keeps a good couple feet between it and the coils at all times. Then it zooms back and goes back into its cage. So that means it didn't find anything. Yeah, it didn't seem to find anything. Alright, well, that's a negative one. How many days ago was the blackout? Today is Monday. The blackout occurred on Friday, so it was about three days ago. Still possible. The residue could have slated. No, I was just remarking that something. Is, it, is there any possibility of a myth? Like, like, how long does a re- would residue last? From your knowledge, residue is entirely based on the strength of the myth involved. Right. So there, so nothing happened here. Uh, we could have Blackmore come in and do another. You know, with his. <laughs> yeah, you've all seen me do the woo before. Yeah, for for <laughs> those at, at home, John was making ghost hands. Yeah. Yeah, wiggling his fingers. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's actually what, what Chip does. It, he uses the universal sign for weird weird powers, which yeah. is to hold your hand next to your head and wiggle your fingers. Uh-huh. That's, that's what the kids are doing. So, all right, it doesn't seem as though anything magical was involved, but given that it was a few days ago, you can't be certain. Is that about the high and low of it? At this time, we can't be certain. We may send other... Uh, officers with a different detection methods in mm. though uh, at this point it seems unlikely and if, since everything mechanically was working out I think we can right. rule out it, this being the source I mean I, I suppose all the flashlights going out at the same time will also kind of well if you are sending uh, inspectors in the future just simply call ahead and we'll try to accommodate right is there anything else you need while you're here Yes, there was one other thing we wanted to inquire about. Um, right. We understand an employee of yours you let go about uh, two years ago. Elliot, what was his last name? Foster. Foster. Elliot ah. Foster. Um, he's yeah. not in any trouble or anything, just... Um, his name came up in the course of our of another investigation. We thought we... Two birds with one stone, so to speak. Collect information while you're here. <laughs> the bird's like... Not you. Now, Elliot can talk. <laughs> he'd been working here for several years uh, before we had to unfortunately let him go. Um, over the course of five years, he proved to be an excellent employee, very polite, well-spoken, very kind. Then, over the course of a few months, it all seemed to sort of unravel, as it were. He wasn't violent or anything like that. He just became paranoid. Delusional. He always... Um, it was as if... Um, it was as if he was talking to somebody that only he could see or some such. He was jumping at shadows. He became paranoid about things. Was there any sort of pattern to his delusions? Um, he said, well, he would always, um, he liked to be by himself a lot of the time. Whenever he was with people, he always seemed like a cat on a hot tin roof. He was jumpy, skittish. So his Um, paranoia was triggered by other people, his anxiety was... Yes, it seemed as though whenever he tried to talk to people, he tried to go back to the person he was, but then he'd excuse himself from the conversation. He kept to himself and just seemed to close up from the world, as it were, and eventually his work began to suffer, and he declined in his health, he lost weight, he became pale, spent most of his time indoors. Um, 
number of things, but eventually it got to the point where he was no longer able to perform as an employee here. And that we may sound... Sorry. Unfortunately, we had to let him go because it got to the point where he was missing his shifts and he was unable to give proper excuses for his absences. This may sound like a sort of strange question, but um, did he ever exhibit any um, abilities? You mean... Was there any strange occurrences around him? Ah, you... Given that you two are... And she looks down at the dirt, you're asking if he was myth-positive then? Potentially. Potentially. Uh, he... Not that I know of. He hadn't exhibited any signs of being inclined towards myths or to... Or any and there was never any suspicious or unexplained occurrences in the plant during this time? Mm, not that I can think of, no. Uh, I guess one last thing about the outage. Um, given that the equipment here seems to be working fine and we found no myth interference, do you have any idea how one would engineer a blackout of that magnitude? She thinks. We're still trying to figure that out. We've investigated almost every course of action possible, and we have found no possible hypotheses as to what may have caused it. If it was anything or any type of outside force, they're using a technology that, frankly, we don't know exists. Okay. Well, uh, thank you for your time. Uh, we will call ahead if we need to send another officer to do... Sorry to intrude on your time. It's more than alright. The fact is, we're trying to investigate this as well. If you are able to find the source as to what causes these blackouts, we would appreciate it if you let us know so we can remedy such situations in the future. And now for the real challenge, getting the witness bird back in the cage. It's already in the cage. Oh, okay. It's chill. Yeah. Um, when the last murders occurred, was there also a blackout in the city? No. No, this has never happened before. Nope, okay. this is entirely new. Yeah. Oh, by the way, what is, like, given that we have the case files for the old murders. Like, how does the timeline line up with this guy going... Getting fired. Getting fired and the uh, murders. Yeah, the murders... Yeah, um... It seems to be that... Yeah, the murders occurred over the course of a while, then they stopped, and then this guy got fired maybe... Yeah, a few months later? Like, say, half a year later or so? So he was still employed while the murders were happening. But he was already yeah. getting paranoid. Yes. Um, did she say that he was scared of shadows? Uh, or just, of like, like, scared, like, just scared? Skittish. Loud Skittish. noises. Yeah he, yeah, he became paranoid that people were talking about him. Yeah. He would jump at shadows, all sorts of things. I, I, so we could get, like, not an exact date, but, like, a general, like... Time when he, he start when they started right yeah basically yeah the murders essentially started maybe yeah um, shortly after the appearance or the reappearance of myths in the world then you know about a year later the the murders subsided and then problems started arising in his workplace about yeah say four months later then he was fired six months later altogether okay so none of his behavior seems to match up with. But it could. It's, it's, it's reminding me a little bit of uh, an X-Files episode. Okay. Is this no, for real, it does. Okay. There was a man who was suspected of these murders because he was skittish and paranoid and, and running around and, and hiding from people and didn't want to talk to people because he was not the murderer, his shadow was. His shadow was... It's some atomic thing, but we know for a fact ghosts exist and they haunt people and they can... Make packs with them. So, I'm just wondering if this thing that they heard him talking to, or if it's not delusional, if was it was our murderer, 
is what you're thinking. Yes, and maybe it's stuck with him or hunting him or something. Well, yeah, while Chris is like, oh shit, they figured it out. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I've got a good poker face over here. Yeah. Do you know? No, he's scared. Look at his eyes. Nah. <laughs> nah. Look at the pupils. The, the flame just... of fear burns deep within. It's, it's, it's not a. It's not a horrible theory. I mean, I'm just saying I don't think we can ride him out yet. Yeah, I you do. Don't like more. I you might know about this with his, You know. I do like that, like, literally you getting the idea of who the murderer is from a TV show is, like, so Twin Peaks it fucking hurts. It's just like, Dale Cooper, oh uh, yeah, I figured out who the killer was. It was in a dream. We need to find a red room. Yeah, fuck it. Let's do that. Let's just find this shit. <laughs> so, I watch so much X-Files now. Yeah. It's really well, this game. <laughs> so while the two of you are investigating this, let's jump over to Franklin. Okay. So you head to the judge's house? Yes. Uh, well, the judge's... Office. Office, yes. Yeah. Uh, which judge am I going to see? Mm, the Your best one. Um, yeah. Judge Fudge. <laughs> uh, you are going to see Judge White. Judge White. Ooh, not the best one. <laughs> <laughs> He's very staunchy. He's actually black. <laughs> There's a lot of irony in that. Um, He's a white. Like, All right, so what's his first name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's actually spelled A W I G H T. His yeah. first name is Jonathan. Alright. Ooh! Jonathan or Jonathan? <laughs> does it matter? It does! One of them is the correct form. Which one is that? If I might ask. Jonathan. Jonathan. Yes, it's Jonathan. Good! <laughs> <laughs> you, really, you really had me confused there, Chris. I was oh, like... someone should definitely plan like a marathon that is only run by people named John, and so it's the Jonathan. Oh, my God! So you go to Judge White's house. Yes, all right, so, well, his office. Okay, I usually don't advocate for cutting. You would cut that that out, please. (laughs) Please excise that. That was the cry of my soul. I recognized something amazing. Yeah, he's an (laughs) older... So I will, yeah, so go ahead. Yeah, he's an older fellow with, um, yeah, as a propose to his name, he has a snow-white beard and a bald head. Ah, so I'm going to see Santa Claus. Yes. Um, uh, or the he, judge from Phoenix, right? He's shorter and skinnier than Santa Claus. All right, so one law and order transition later. Dun-dun. Okay. And here we go. He hands them over to you. <laughs> that was easy. No, no, Chris, the law and order transition. What happened parts to Gryffindor? He's going... He's really close to retirement and going senile, so we all kind of treat him with kid gloves. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, wait, are these the papers? Uh, no, Judge... Mr. Wh- Judge White, it's, it's me, Frank. Oh, my mistake then. Come on in. Right. He's like handing you like a newspaper. <laughs> Well, I am a delivery boy. <laughs> he his retirement's in three months, so. But don't say that. Now he's gonna get shot. He only has a hundred more cases to do. <laughs> now then, what can I help you with? Well, Judge White, we were wondering if we could get a warrant signed for the investigation of the Christ. What? For those of you looking, not like those of you listening at home, Chris is doing like the most Mister Magoo motherfucking face. Ever. You got like a weirdo. Honestly, like when I looked up, I thought something else had happened, and Chris was trying to hold back laughter, and I was like, "Oh, what happened?" You got like a weird You're grimace. Trying not to pee. Yeah, like yeah. imagine like he bit into a lemon and then is like squinting basically, and his head won't stop twitching. So. Okay. Okay, back at this. Um, we were wondering if you could sign off a warrant for investigation into an Elliot Foster. Certainly. Uh-huh. And he quickly p- pulls out some papers and begins signing them. 
No reason, no need to tell me what the point is or what the case is. Yeah, I we're check, really good friends. I, I really check those. Are those actually warrants he's signing? Actually, yes. That's the surprising part. Um, this guy, d- despite his age, he has actually broken the record for the most amount of cases presided over by a judge. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, and that's the other thing. When it comes to things outside of his work, he's known as a bit of a character. When it comes to inside his work, he has the eye of an eagle. And so he's just going to give me a warrant. Well, I have the eye of the eagle. I mean, you're a pretty well-known detective. Plus, everyone would know who the Mythos unit is, so... That's true. We were in the newspapers. Yeah. We should get... We should yeah. have a press We fought a giant swamp monster. We yeah. had a press conference that went viral after Quincy stood up. Now, if I might ask you, Blackmore, have you seen a dragon yet? No, um, and I really hope not, considering that those are Class six classification? He looks a bit let down at that. I'll let you know if we find one. He perks back up. And I I slowly take the warrant. Yep. And then I look over the warrant very carefully because I don't want this thing biting me in the ass. He has dotted the I's and crossed the T's with the precision of a computer. Right. Well, so we have... uh, A warrant-making machine. So we have a warrant specifically for his financials, or do we have, like... or Is Is this carte blanche? Um, it's a, essentially, it's allowing you to investigate up to a certain degree. Basically, it's not too, too much, but it is enough to obtain information that could lead to a better Can we search his house? Um, it's basically, yeah. Um, a, Can we talk to his therapist? Yes, it is a warrant to talk to his you therapist. You can't get a therapist. You can't get a warrant to go through client. Yeah. Uh, we can have a warrant to go like... through his medical records if he's been prescribed anything. It's essentially that. Nothing that interferes with his personal privacy. Essentially just simple bits of information. Okay, and also financials, or...? Uh, yeah, basic financials. Alright. Yeah, what is the legality of therapists in this in this universe of do they have to tell if they if their Is client says the I'm gonna if, kill somebody. If, yeah, if you get to the point where it's like a murder case, like a murder trial, and they have a therapist, I think that yeah, the it confidentiality is, gets waived. Yeah, the confidentiality is waived in the event that a person is either believed to cause undue harm to themselves or another person. Harry, you're not the criminologist. I am, but I also have to study the law because engineers get sued a lot. Mm. Also, your entire family works in like... Yeah, but yeah, not the legal side of things. Anyway, moving on. No, they're, they're all criminals. criminals. <laughs> you heard it first. Harry's family's all criminals. Why do you think I'm exceedingly like fanning myself with large wads of money right you now? You and Chris are both millionaires. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is now established. All right. uh, that should be everything. Oh, and one other thing. He quickly dips back into that uh, uh, outside for a moment, and mm-hmm. then he comes back in. My wife baked these, and he's got a tray of muffins with them. Nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, one for you. And he puts it in your hand. And one for the row. He puts it into your coat pocket. And then he crushes it. <laughs> <laughs> High five. Oops. Blueberry just all over my jacket pocket. Keep it safe, young one. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this. And he shoves a muffin into my mouth. No, like, you look and then you realize he's put it in directly into like an empty evidence bag. And you're like... <laughs> so, and so, and he just stops you. When the time is right, you will know when to use it. <laughs> Fucking Chekhov's muffin. Just, oh no, this beast is going to destroy something unless it gets sugar. Wait a minute. I reach in for like a three-day-old stale-ass muffin and throw it at it. It actually hits in the head and kills it. <laughs> we did it, guys. Uh, Judge White is actually a myth in disguise. He's just yeah. having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, I mean... Yeah, no, like, we got the warrant, so, like, no skin off my back, so, yeah. I mean, that... Dang it real quick, you can do all the... You can start going through the, those financials. Oh, boy. Guess what? I have a lab tech for that. I'm gonna go hit up my friend Terry. Alrighty. So, then let's jump over to Quincy and Tara. Alright, can we just say that we've... Assuming there were no issues, we've just... Uh, we're just talking to this lady at her house? Sure, absolutely. Uh, I thought you were going to go to the... To the place she worked. Mm, yeah, you want to go to the place she worked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, okay. we would we would have we would have had her meet us in a meeting room at her work. If okay, possible. so it's a pretty big office building, and after speaking to a few people, you're directed around, and now you're sitting opposite her in her office. She's um yeah in her early thirties, African American, long curly black hair, African Englandian. All right. What? Yeah. What? What is what is the term? Well, it <laughs> black. Uh, <laughs> yes, that works. Regardless of the term, she is meeting with you. She's wearing a very crisp and clean business suit. Alright, so. And what is this regarding if I'm my task officers? Oh, well, we don't want to take any time out of your probably very busy day. Um, I am busy, but I can allow five, ten minutes. We just have our um, pursuing an ongoing investigation. I see. Um, and we had a couple of questions about um, some purchases. Um, All right. Uh, we were just wondering, um, as someone who works in the industrial industry, um, <laughs> Quincy's actually like holding up cue cards he's written himself. The okay. um, industrial industry. Do you get them out of order at any point? Um, not yet. Not yet. Okay. We were wondering um, if you had purchased a large amount of uh, weed be gone. Okay. Uh, yes, in fact, I had gone down to the supply store and put in a large order just a few days ago. Oh, interesting. Thank you. Well, um, that's good. Um, we were actually just following up a lead on another situation that in which we Beyond had been um, part of a situation. Um, and we're just wondering... Um, if you had accounted for all of your wheat be gone in some way, do you have an inventory of, of some sort? I do. And she quickly pulls out a piece of paper and begins writing on it. Take this down to my assistant. She will be able to direct you to the department that is in charge of inventory. They will be able to give you the forms. Everything should be on the level. Um, okay. Um, I'll just roll empathy real quick. I, she seems like she is... Uh... Alright, go right ahead and roll up. She's lying her ass off. Two ones. Ooh. Yeah, you think she's telling the truth. Cool. Oh, I know. Go check the inventory list. Alright. Okay. Unless you want to do it too. Nope, it's fine. Following her directions, you speak to her assistant, you're directed down to where you can get the forms, and after a little bit of some. a little bit of waiting, you're able to get everything. Taking a look, it seems as though everything's on the level. Yeah, everything is accounted for, as well as the receipt for everything that was purchased, and yeah, it seems to be pretty good. Uh, I call Chip and tell him that our end of the investigation has turned up nothing, so it's all on you and this other fellow. Uh, well, like, you know, we've eliminated this suspect. Oh, I see, you mean the other suspect. I thought you meant me. And I was like, wow, is that where we're at, Tara? I'm going to kill Jack Houston. <laughs> He's dead. Yeah. Uh, He's our prime suspect. Don't let him in on anything. We'll be interviewing at your position in five minutes. Right. So yeah, yeah. Chip will just basically say, "We didn't find any magic at the power plant. 
Uh, and it doesn't look like it was human sabotage there either, so I guess we'll, uh, I guess we'll have to hope that Blackmore came up with something with, with those financials. Speaking of which, so, yeah. yeah, I don't have research, so can I use my contact with Terry the lab tech to have him run the financial records? Um, or start researching stuff? Well, he's a lab tech that's in charge of biological samples and forensics. So, I mean, can you not research things though? Um, can you email me them? Oh yeah, you're a you're a thing. So yeah, like literally, I'm gonna say because I know this, I'm gonna keep you in the loop. You get a text message from Blackmore saying, "All right, I'm going in to get the." warrant now. Probably gonna be a while, but I'll let you know anything. And then, like, literally five minutes later, you get a text back that says, uh, I got the warrant. Can you meet me in Scotland Yard's database room? Is it a group chat? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody but Quincy. By, by this point... I understand. By this point, it's new. No, no. Blackmore's the, perf- Blackmore's the very back-and-forth type, so it's only, uh... Okay. Terror. Yes, okay. Alright, so then. Uh, you head over to Scotland Yard, and... I mean, I guess we're all heading back. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tara, you are given everything, and time to go to work. Yeah. Roll me a research check. So we have the warrant. Also, um, a muffin? He said I'd use it when the time is right. Tea time. He was probably talking about tea time. I guess, but there's something that feels important about this muffin. I can't quite explain it. Oh, a muffin. Are you going to eat that? I mean... Go ahead. <laughs> start eating the muffin. Okay. okay. All right. Mm, blueberry. All right. So, two eights, you're able to get everything done in a matter of an hour and a half. So, yeah, once you finish up, it's getting close to about 1.45-ish. So, uh, you're going over the records and everything to see what's been going on with him financially, right? Yes. Okay. So, it seems as though he's had no income over the last year and a half, and it looks like his accounts are going down dangerously low. It seems as though he's almost running on fumes, financially speaking, over the last little bit, to the point where he actually sold his car to a dealership and was able to get an amount of money for it, which he then, you you know, used to go a little bit longer. Is the purchase of the weed be gone? Um, Like, his credit card record. Got yeah, it seems right? that, yeah, he used his credit card for it. Okay. Any other weird purchases on the credit card? Like rolls um, of barbed wire? Electrical supplies. Uh, like simple things here and there that people could use for electrical engineering, some tools, stuff like that. Um, and yeah, it seems as though he yeah, made a withdrawal for about 10,000 pounds at one point. What? Withdrawal? Yep. How does he have he that, that much, much money? Um, basically, he had been saving up for a long, long time. From the looks of things, he was, yeah, hoarding his finances up until about two years ago, or when he started to purchase a few things here and there, and then after his income stopped coming in, he, yeah, started gradually losing money, and then there, at one point there was a gigantic spike. Interesting. Like a spike in, like, what, like As, a drop of, like, his accounts. Like could... a loss of 10,000 pounds. Right. And what, when did that happen? Um, that was about eight months ago. That's interesting. Out of curiosity, um, the previous cases, was there anything that, like, required a high degree of, like, electrical engineering knowledge to pull off? Like, no. I know that there was generally, like, a theatrical thing to it, but, uh, anything like that. 
Interestingly, no. It seems that, yeah, mostly the previous cases were known for their sadism, as well as the coordination necessary to pull it off without anybody noticing. What exactly did you manage to find? And so I uh, turned to Jack and Chip, and I'm like, so what exactly did you guys manage to figure out about this guy from the, talking to the people at the power plant? Um, Basically, he became delusional, started talking to himself, was skittish, scared of everybody, didn't want to talk to anybody, and started to interfere with the work. Hmm. Not exactly the sort of thing you'd have for requiring precision, which these cases definitely require. Yeah. Also, he didn't. This didn't start until after the uh, the first set of murders had stopped. So. Hmm. Blackmore like instinctively reaches for a cigarette and then remembers the building's non-smoking and puts it back. Right. And I guess really the only option we have left is to go talk to him and see what we can find. Well, we should probably get a hold of his medical records because I'm wondering withdrawal of ten thousand pounds. There's only a few things that you could spend ten thousand pounds on that aren't particularly obvious. Does it say like did like is the ten thousand pounds? Does it all seem to be paid off in like a lump? Like it's a big lump sum to like withdrawal, right? Uh huh. Hmm. Well, was it a cash withdrawal? Uh, or was it like a check? Or, it or a wire transfer. Basically, it was yeah a cash withdrawal. Okay. He re- yeah in several small installments over the course of a week. Okay. So from ATM. Will there be ATM fees? Was it from ATMs? Um, some Christ of them were from. Christ Christ yeah. Think of. <laughs> hey, yes, they were from ATMs. That makes well. That shows something. Um, British Revenue Services has a sort of initial auto flag system for any cath withdrawals that end up being over to or equaling to ten thousand pounds. If you manage to bring out it in small chunks, however, they're still catched, but not nearly as quickly. It's probably the reason why this wasn't flagged as early as it was. Right. Okay. Well, um, I suppose we can check out his medical records then? Alright. Um, yeah, taking a look at his medical records, it seems as though he has a fairly clean bill of health. Um, some slight nearsightedness that he uses glasses to correct. Um, but... His health, yeah, he oh, he last had a visit to the doctor about, yeah, two years ago about? Was right. that the... What about the psychologist that he was apparently seeing? As for the psychologist, uh, psychologist Winston Carey, um, he'd been diagnosed as seeking psych- psychiatric help because he claims that he had been hearing voices and that he, uh, he had been experiencing somebody talking to him. The psychologist wanted to know the name of this individual, but that he was apparently talking to, but yeah, Elliot gave few details, if anything. He was very reluctant to talk about it. He was seeking help through, like, prescription drugs and stuff, and essentially a number of prescriptions had been made for him to try and curb everything, but seemingly to no effect, and over time, his delusions and paranoia seemed to be getting worse and worse. Okay, that's a lot more than I was expecting from... Yeah. His medical records, I was just just like a laundry list of like anti-psychotics. Yeah. Okay. So it looks like, either the, did the psychiatrist stop seeing him out of fear, like, or was it more that he just stopped showing up? He stopped showing up. Hmm. And the right. psychiatrist tried to make several phone calls, but they all went unanswered. So, I mean, I guess the only thing to do now is to talk to him. Uh, maybe we should uh, get a warrant for his home first if I think that can be arranged 
<laughs> All right. So, 20 minutes later. I come back with a warrant for his house. And another muffin. Yes, yes. And another and, muffin. And another and muffin. And Blackmore shakes his head at dear God, this, like, how many people have probably been, like, wrongfully searched because this guy just, like, auto-signs warrants. <laughs> Uh, I, I really need to file like Blackmore makes an internal note to file something with Eternal Affairs because god this is bad <laughs> the white period was known as <laughs> at which this is hundreds of innocent people where houses were just broken into that's another thing almost every search warrant that he has agreed upon has led to a successful arrest well, successful arrest doesn't mean the person actually did it. No, I mean... We definitely <laughs> arrested them completely. Um, I mean that investigations were pressed forward, but if the investigation was closed off, it was because of, of the fact that the people handling the investigation didn't, didn't do their job correctly. But the people being investigated, more often than not, were actually, in one way or another, implicated in the incident. Oh god, he's gonna turn out to be god this whole time, and he's gonna be like, I was watching you to see if you were worthy of my safety. Yeah, the consensus going around Scotland Yard is that Judge White is very quirky, but he has very uncanny instincts. You've got, you've got great The more you instincts. have to argue, the more likely you are, for your reward, the more likely you are in the wrong. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Every, if he says, well, wait just one minute, you're like, oh, fuck. I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, or no, it's more like if he has to ask you three times, you should probably reconsider. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there would be who just started trying to use him as a litmus test. <laughs> so I've got these three people I want warrants for. Which one would you like to sign first? Well, I, let's see. I have to use the restroom in a moment, so I can only do one of them. Oh, this one looks good. And he signs it and hands it over. Case closed. Let's get lunch. <laughs> we did it, boy. Oh, oh boy. All right. So yeah, um, we have a warrant for his house. Mm. All right. So uh, law and order transition later. Dun dun. Yeah, I think in case he is empowered in some way, we probably want the five of us there. Yep. Okay. So um, you head over to yeah a basement suite and. Yeah, it. you take a look, and it seems as though there's a car in the driveway, and yeah. It seems to be a double-story house with... No, let's let's try talking to him first. If he starts to get agitated, we can yeah. see. Double-story house and a path leading around the back. All right. Right. Um, We've got a warrant. I'm going to sneak around the outside using my newly acquired stealth skills. I'm actually yeah, going yeah. to take a look outside to see if there's any... Evidence of maybe using an industrial strength weed killer. Hmm. Uh, the gr- the lawn actually looks very healthy. Okay. Healthy. Sure. Uh, I got two eights. Hmm. All right. Then... Two eights. So you, yeah, sneak around the house. It seems as though the backyard is pretty empty. You see a child swing set. What? How dare he? It seems to start moving. Very rustily squeaking. Yeah. The ghost no, sitting in it says hi. No, no, it's... Uh, a murderer. But wait, it's, he doesn't live in the house upstairs. He lives in the basement suite. Yeah, yeah but so. the swing set looks very well maintained. Just, and, just, yeah. I'll go and talk to the people upstairs and just let them know what's happening. Yeah, okay. uh, real quick. Do... As a cursory, like, just look at, like, the people upstairs. Anything pop out that's relevant? Doesn't seem like it. Do they have a kid? Um, It seems to be... Well, by a look at the guy upstairs, do you mean, are you going to talk to them? No, or? like, like as before we go into this place, I'm saying Chip would probably have, like, just looked into 
the other tenants, like the other people. Okay. Um, yeah, it seems that the landlord has been living there for about four or five years. And, yeah, basically started renting the place out to Elliot maybe, yeah, three years ago. Okay. And then, yeah, um, basically, yeah, you're not, you don't have too much more information on the tenant aside from that. Oh, that's, all right. All right, well, I'll go, like, basically up, knock on the door, on the upstairs door, mm. to let the people upstairs know what's up may or may not happen, and, like, you know, get them clear of the area. Okay. Because this guy is empowered, I kind of don't want, you know, a family to be upstairs when the whole house goes kablooey. Okay, so, uh, you knock on the door. Mm-hmm. I don't want to freak them out, though. Well, no, I'm just... Because we don't know that this guy's guilty, and I don't want to make them suspicious of their tenant if it's not due. Mm. The door opens up. I uh, can just ask some questions about him. Yeah. There seems to be a 40-year-old man standing in front of you. Balding uh, seems to be of Indian-American descent. Mm-hmm. So, oh, no. Hello, okay. can I help you? Uh, yes, sir. I am Inspector Blackmore with Scotland Yard. Uh, I just had a couple of questions about uh, just we're doing a canvassing of the area. Okay, um, before you say anything, I made sure to go back last night and pick up my dog's waist. I couldn't pick it up the first time because I didn't have a bag. If Hendrix has been pestering you with calls, I apologize. He's been doing that. No, 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 sir. Um, we're actually more curious. Uh, you have a rental tenant here, Mr. Elliot Foster? Yes. Uh, do you know something about him? Uh, we're just doing a sort of canvassing of the area. We're just sort of checking in to see about things. Do you, uh, know, where, he... do you know where he is? Is he not here? He's been missing for the last two weeks. Really? Um, did he leave any indication of where he might be going? No, he didn't say anything. Um, to be honest, it's... Well, I didn't want to intrude, but he's been very odd over the last year and a half or so. He's been keeping to himself. I mean... Um, uh, he's been jumping at shadows, all sorts of things like that, and it's gotten to the point where I've tried to offer him a bit of help, but he rebuffed my offer, and he's gotten to the point where I've been telling my wife and child to just try and stay away from him when they can. And, but he's still been living here for the past three years, it looks like? Yes, and it was everything was fine for a while, but then over the last year and a half or so, he's been keeping entirely to himself. I hear strange noises coming from the basement at night. and Noises? Um, as though as he's working with tools, power drills, and sometimes I hear him talking to himself through the vents. Um, Anything you could discern? Uh, he seemed agitated a lot of the time, uh, scared, possibly. Uh, yeah, he. I didn't make out what he was saying, more or less the general tone of it. Mm. Um, could you do us a favor, if that's the case? Um, could you... We do have a warrant to search his residence. Uh, it might be connected to his uh, disappearance. Would you be able to unlock the door downstairs? Of course. He heads back inside, then comes back with a set of keys. All right, lead the way. All right, so yeah, I, I'll take him around to where Quincy's sneaking and just kind of, like, tap Quincy on the back. Oh, um... Sorry, I was... This is Ooh. Mr... What was his last name again? Um... <clears throat> sorry, you so... were... Yeah, she knows Quincy might have been napping. <laughs> you, yeah. you see him kind of like leaning on the side of the building with his arms crossed, and when you tap him, it's only like kind of pops up. Yeah. Allen. Um, uh, sorry, Henry Allen. Uh, Inspector, uh, Mr. Allen? Allen, yes. Mr. Allen, this is Inspector Quincy Adams. He'll oh, be helping me with my investigation. A pleasure to meet you, sir. He shakes his hand. He shakes her hand for a minute. Uh, Mr. Allen will be letting us into the basement suite. Oh, um, that would be wonderful. Is, is... It appears that uh, Mr. Elliot has been missing for the last two weeks. Oh, now that's quite a uh, predicament. Uh, real quick, when did you buy that uh, weed we got? Um, a while ago, like um, 
shortly before the disappearance, in fact. Okay. Hmm. Alright. He's on a quest to kill a lot of weeds. I must leave the lawn. Alright. I am the groundskeeper. Alright. So yeah, um, I'll basically like wave. Uh, are you guys like standing around perimeter? Or? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I'll like wave you guys over and I'll fill you in that, yeah, he's been missing for two weeks. Alright. Uh, what did his financial say about the last two weeks? Any credit card purchases? Any... Uh, he's been dead quiet over the last two weeks. Alright. So, is the is the Weeby Gone actually the last purchase he's made? It looks like it. Huh. Alright. Um, out of curiosity, Mr. Allen, did, um, do you have a shed or anything that uh, Mr. Elliot may have been storing stuff in? No, he insisted that he keep everything inside of his own apartment. Hmm, alright. Well, um, I sort of like motion towards the door for him to unlock it. Alright. He puts the key in the lock, turns it, then opens it up. And the smell of rotting food immediately hits your nostrils. Oh. It smells as though something somebody left something out. Heading inside, you can hear the buzzing of flies, and taking a look around, this place is an absolute shambles. Yeah, so we're going to have the guy stay back. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, so yeah. Um, Alan, I'm going to talk to I'm just going to do small talk with him. Okay, Alan is just... Uh, yeah, he's brought his shirt up to cover his mouth. I, 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 I kind of like corral him away. I'm gonna talk. So, I'm gonna talk to him. Um, sure. I'm gonna use persuasion. See if I can find out anything that he might have. Like not that he's withholding any information, but like kind of use persuasion to kind of see if he remembers anything about his ten. Uh, two, three. You can get back. You can come back to me after. Okay. So as for you guys. Taking a look around, it looks as though all of the furniture has been moved around here and there, but things are strewn all over the house, like um, empty food containers, uh, tools, supplies, all sorts of things like that, and uh, just the reek of decomposing food hangs heavy in the air, as you can see that all sorts of things... It looks like a hoarder's den, basically. Alright, is the weed be gone here? No. Hmm. Roll me a scrutiny check to take a look around the place and start investigating. Oh, right. Oh, heck yeah. I love rolling scrutiny. Can I roll forensics instead? Sure. Nice. Eight dice. Sample one die. Let me get count. Two Nice. I uh, got two twos. Holy mother of God. Five sixes. My, my God. Alright, so... He's, he knows it so fast. Okay. This, is, this is not the first rotting, shambled apartment that Black War's been to, and it's certainly not going to be the last. Where's the corpse? Uh, you see That's a... a com- smell entirely. You find a computer nearby. Taking a look on it, it looks as though it's been unsecured by a password, and you quickly take a look. It seems as though he hasn't deleted his browser history. Mm. One of the last searches he made was on Google Maps, looking up a couple different things, but there are repeated searches of an address of a house on the other side of London. Hmm. This house come up in any of the other investigations? Mm, no, actually. Alright. But it seems to be that yeah, you quickly jot down the address and make a note of it. Mm-hmm. And as, did anybody else get anything? Two sixes. Two sixes? Yep. Okay, so Tara, looking around, you begin lifting some of the, uh, you know, boxes of food, like empty Chinese takeout containers and other grocery bags and stuff like that. As you begin moving them aside, you see something underneath one of them. It seems to be about a teeny, tiny flake the size of a baby's fingernail. 
It's, it's a very tiny object. It's so about the size of one of my axes. But it's... <laughs> or one of your teeny, tiny teeth. It's a yes. deep... It is a deep purple color, and as you brush it with your finger, it is immediately cold to the touch. Is it a dragon scale? No. It's a flake of Zoronium. Ooh. What? 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 The most rare metal on Earth! Am I right? Yeah, it's, not, it's not metal, is it? I it's it was, mineral. I it was, yeah, that's more of a mineral. It's a, it's a substance. They're not sure what to or classify it as. alloy. Substance. Okay. Definitely not an alloy. Okay, cool. All right. Um, but it is expensive. Yeah. Fancy, I go, over here! <laughs> so Blackmore heads over. Do I recognize Zeronium? Yeah, that's Zeronium. Well, Straight that's shag it. Like that's not what that it's, means. It's cold to the touch. It's like handling a teeny tiny lump of ice. Uh, not that's pleasant. interesting. That's what the cash was for. Troll market, zeronium. So, but why would he need zeronium? Uh, uh, I don't know. Hold on, Zeronium, blackout. Yes. Someone mentioned my name. Um, out of curiosity, um, I show you the address, uh, like like the Google Map search for the house, um. Like, does this house hold any significance, or is it literally just some random-ass house in the suburbs? Um, yeah, it doesn't really seem to hold any significance. It seems to be a house that's further towards the outskirts of London. It's a less populated area, like, um, lower income, like, a lot of houses there tend to be... Social housing. Yeah, or not just social housing, but essentially older housing that, some of which is being torn down and redeveloped. Okay, um, I start scrolling back, like, through the search history. Anything right. else pop up? Um, basically, um, all sorts of things. Yeah, basically all kinds of different things. Just basically ran- very random searches about um, different things involving events surrounding members of the myth community, members of the police force, like, all different kinds of bits of information. How far back does this search history go? Oof. Um, oh, he never clears his browser. Um, oh, it seems to go back like about, about a month or so. Okay, I start searching very specific dates. Alright. And I start searching around those dates. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna triangulate using his porn history. <laughs> so, um... These hot points, they're all the porn up links that he likes. This is for personal interest. <laughs> There's a matrix <laughs> and the real evidence within them. Yeah, it seems as though he was researching plants at one point, like the biology of plants and, you know, how they operate and such, Mm -hmm. as well as things that could be used to, like, it is literally a Google search, the best way to kill plants. (laughs) What if a plant was a lady, Google? Could you kill a plant if it was a lady, Google? Wait a second. I like that it addresses Google every time. Yeah. Gotta be polite. Or else Google won't answer you, right? That's why I always put please and thank you <laughs> in all my Google searches. I start looking around for, um... I start looking very specifically for stuff. Specifically, you said that, like, tools and stuff are scattered around, right? Oh, yeah. Um, Blackmore's been on the police squad enough. Is there any evidence that it looks like he was trying to make some sort of bomb? Um, you're not really too sure, but a, there are a lot of fuses... A lot of wires, um, all sorts of different items that could be used for well, we can essentially for, switches and um, things. What's it called? Um, accelerant residue. I don't think... Wait, hold on. I take a look at that house. In respect to where the grove is located, where is it? Um, not like... I. You'd say it's maybe a 20-minute drive away from Mythtown. 
Hmm. No, I mean like geographically, like north by northwest, whatever like that. Uh, it's... Yeah, it seems to be mm, southeast-ish, maybe? No. It seems our friend here was very interested in both a particular location and how to kill plants. Alright, um... Also, you notice that the location where he is isn't terribly far away from the power plant, either. Hmm. Like the location he was looking up? Yeah. Right, and I, I'm thinking so. I'm thinking... He made a magic bomb to black out the city. So, so he wasn't. Still doesn't make any sense why you have to black out a whole city to kill one person. I don't think he's. I don't think he's actually. Really, I think he has bigger targets in mind. What exactly can you do with an entire industrial supply of a plant killer and an explosive device? Yeah, how much of that plant killer did he get? A lot. Uh, I think enough. he has. Enough to pump into a human body and be reasonably sure that it can fill him up. But, but wait, not wait, just enough. But for... not enough. Well, what we're asking is if he was to say make a dirty bomb and drop bomb it in the grove. It... Yeah, uh, potentially. I think he has much bigger targets in mind. Yeah, I, I guess what we're asking is: Are we looking at poison a person level, or are we looking at biological weapon level? Closer to biological weapon than poison a person. So, like, multiple, like... You could sit... Like, he... With the amount of that had been purchased compared to how much had been injected into the Dryad, they could reasonably do the same to, say, uh, ten other individuals. I need to find him now. Right. Uh, to the house, then. Yes. Okay. So, um, you head out of the apartment, and Henry Allen is outside, so... Everything all right? Yes, uh, yes. For now. Yes, um, uh, we're going to need to seal this as a... Uh, uh, potential crime scene. As a potential crime I scene. I see. All, uh, all right. Is Okay. Um, uh, so, Chip uh, will like, write out his like name, uh, badge number, phone number, and say, uh, why don't you and your family go uh, stay in a hotel for a couple days? Uh, yeah, and he's will uh, and, um, just, uh, call the, call Scotland Yard, tell them that I, uh, uh, tell them that I was the one who told you to go, and, uh, and I, and they'll cover your, uh, expenses. Right, I, I'll absolutely do that. Uh, thank you, officer. Did my persuasion check remind him of anything? Um, Basically, he said that um, the fellow had been talking to himself quite a bit, and whenever Henry Allen had uh, pressed him on it to ask who he was talking to, Elliot had been very um, adamant that he hadn't been talking to anybody. Like, as if, you know, terrified at the notion that he had been. Um, one more thing. Did he have any particular skittishness around plants? Uh, not that I can think of. Hmm, Right. Well, thank you for your time, Mr. Allen, and uh, we'll be in touch. And Blackmore quickly grabs, like, some police tape and just, like, makes an X over the door, close it behind him. Okay. Just so we're not duped, we have a picture of the guy, and yes. it's not the guy we're talking to. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just him with a mustache. Don't, don't. What, what if I take off the guy's glasses? Uh, Henry Allen is 40 years old, balding, and of East Indian descent. 
As for Elliot Foster, he is Caucasian, has sandy blonde hair and glasses. I go check the kid's room. What does he look like? Is he a 40-year-old man? <laughs> My child! Okay, yeah, no, I, I just punching this child. Tell me who you are. Just double-checking. Yeah. Because well, don't worry. It seems as though that, yeah. I, I just don't want to be told by Moriarty where to go find Moriarty. <laughs> I'm not Sherlock holmes you. Don't worry. No. He's at the waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, All right. so yeah, um, we will get to the thing and um, get in the van and get the hell into the house. Okay, so Irvine is waiting for you. Where are we heading to now? Uh, I give him the address. And fast. Fast? Okay then. And I'll so, drive! <laughs> so, guys. puts on a seatbelt. <laughs> uh, you begin speeding off towards the location that was provided to you, and that is where we're going to end this session with you going to one of the only known locations that Elliot Foster could potentially be at. Join us next time when we go all 24 on this and stop a biological weapon. And none of us will go to the bathroom. Ever. Mm -hmm. But at what point, if if we're thinking that this is still part of the string of serial killers, last time they didn't focus on one singular kind of myth. Just because he has more weed killer doesn't mean he's going to go for more dryads. I think... I think we might be barking up the wrong Could tree. Could be a copycat. He mm. might be trying to kill the world's supplies. How do you copycat making random mythic marks appear on people? Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. Joke's on you. It's just a, it's just a sharpie. And I have a theory, which I'll say after the recording's over, and maybe you guys can find out next, next week. Assuming Megan remembers the next week. I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> the theory is dead. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Bye. everyone. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.